finding good gravel routes is probably one of the biggest questions out there for the gravel grinding community right now. I'm going to show you what might be the easiest way to find current, fun, and challenging routes pretty much anywhere you want to go. I'm also going to use a recent real-world example that uses this technique, including those traps you need to look out for. And as a little bonus, we're going to share some uh, tips on how you might be able to get through that first hot ride going into summer. Kevin with Spinistry. We've been putting on gravel grinders since January of 2010. Uh, for the last several years we put on multiple gravel events re realistically every month. Uh, we've had thousands of riders attend our different events over the years and we, we want to show you some ways that uh, makes gravel more enjoyable for you. Come join us. You just can't go into an online gravel page of any kind without the topic of finding, discovering, acquiring, locating gravel routes being one of the main points of discussion and something that's asked constantly. Now typically the range of answers kind of fall into usually this, the, the same pieces. There's people that say, hey, you utilize Strava or utilize gravel maps or use Ride with GPS and there's some other mapping and, and tracking tools out there that are that are hinted at here and there but those are the big three there's always that one person uh <laughs> that's the rolling encyclopedia of knowledge and knows everything there is to know about everything and is more than happy to to share their their wealth of information that fits what they like to do but not necessarily what others might be interested in I mean, the fact is, all of those are good tools and resources at the right time, but also each one of those has some mm, significant shortcomings that need to be addressed. In this video, I'm going to show you a simple way to get current, accurate, and verified information on, on routes. Now, one thing folks need to be super aware of when it comes to these gravel routes, and particularly Texas, it's this is a this is a really serious situation for us now realistically anywhere that's somewhat close to a population center is going to run into this as well the reality is what's a gravel route today may not be a gravel route six months from now and in texas particularly we're running into this regulated routes we've been using for years or with the explosive population growth we're having here those a lot of them are being paved over and to be honest weather is always a factor. If you have a big rainstorm blow through, uh, that can affect current knowledge on routes as maybe bridge, maybe bridges got washed out or roads washed away, closed or whatever else. Uh, there's also the occasion where what was a public roadway becomes a private driveway. That happens uh, in some of these backcountry routes more often than you might think. Also, when you're using what might be routes you find from different sources with maybe you don't know how current they are or the last time they were actually used or if they were ever actually used. A lot of times you'll find routes like on Ride with GPS that are things people just mapped out and intended to explore but they never got around to exploring it or it's routes that people are specifically using. Well, let's explore this 
Can't tell for certain on this map if this road goes through or not, or if it's a private driveway. I'll map it out this way and go check it out. And you may download one of those routes and it's, it's going on private property. So, I mean, the long and the short of it, there's lots of good content and information to be had from those different tools I mentioned, but there's also a lot of unknowns to deal with along the way. I bet you'd like it if I could show you a way to easily find the most current and verified information, right? So the short answer is find routes from organized gravel events, recent organized gravel events. Uh, basically the promoters and the organizers have done the legwork to verify the routes, mark the routes, put all the pieces in place. Now don't just take it as, oh hey, here's my route, I'm going to run with that. There's some caveats, so we'll touch on those uh, in, in, a, in a minute here, but that's a really good starting location. So it's, it's going to give you the most recent verified activity, particularly if you're using Strava or Ride with GPS to look for these routes, there can be problems with that as well. Maybe riders downloaded a route or they followed the directional arrows for a route and that's what that's how they notated it. It's Kevin's Gravel Route 2022 event that we went to, but maybe they didn't follow the exact route correctly for various reasons. So the the route information you might be pulling down could be erroneous. So let's let, let's touch on the different ways to address that. Our most recent event was held in Austin County, Texas. We had routes of 35, 45, 55, and 70 miles. Now our staging venue, our hosting venue, that was private property, but the rest of the route was all on public road. So the route itself is a completely publicly accessible route. However, if you take our event route, it's gonna show the start and end on private property, which you see that might be problematic if you don't have permission to be there. Now, one side note for this particular ride that we did on May 21st, I believe, it was unseasonably hot. Um, the vast majority of riders, whatever distance they signed up for, most of them cut their routes short one way or another. We got near 100 degrees with high humidity, which that's, that's even outside the norm for Texas and it affected people and people pulled the plug early. I bring that up and I paint that picture because what that means is if you're taking those people's tracks and downloading them as a reference for your own route somewhere down the road, again, it's gonna be erroneous information. It's people that are taking 10 miles of farm to market high-speed highway to shortcut the route, uh, which I think most of us would agree that's not a very fun gravel route. Also something to think about when you're using the routes from organized events, it, it comes into play here as well. Often the event promoters, they may have a staging venue, but there may not be any other amenities along the route. There may not be any convenience stores or restaurants or campgrounds or anything like that. So we'll set up water tables and aid stations on event day to help the riders out. So when you're 40 miles in, you know, typically, we try, to we try to have a water table and aid station every 20 to 25 miles, regardless of the route, but that's applicable on event day. If somebody takes our downloaded route and tries to ride that on their own, those water tables aren't gonna be there at that point. Uh, so keep that in mind whenever you pull routes off of Strava or ride with GPS or whatever else. If it was from an event, 
you need to probably do some homework to make sure where there might be some amenities along the way to refuel, get more water or whatever else you need along the way. Gravel roads, unpaved routes, they are notorious for changing from one day to the next, literally. It all depends upon weather and county maintenance schedules or the combination of the two. Bad weather rolling through, washing out roads and stuff like that very well could mean that they're gonna come through with truckloads of rock and re-rock those roads. So what was a beautifully smooth road one day, the next weekend could be nothing but golf ball chunk gravel. The big advantages, again, to kind of reframe it a little bit, the big advantages to using the, the event route files, it's gonna be recently verified. If you, if, if you take a recent route or a recent event, the route from that event, and download that, that's something that, you know, even if it's in the past six months or even the past year, even though things can change in that short a time frame, even, pulling something down that might be three or four years old, depending on where you are in the country, uh, could be the difference of night and day. Like we have, we have routes around Lockhart, Texas, the barbecue capital of the world that we started doing in 2017, 2018, uh, that were 100% gravel straight out of town the whole way. And now the vast majority of those roads are paved. So we have to get creative on how to link the dirt roads together for our Lockhart Breaker, which will be coming up soon. So stay tuned for those details when they're available. Another beauty of potentially utilizing event routes is particularly ours and what we're gonna be talking about in a little more depth here, uh, the amenities, available amenities can be highlighted or if you go to a reliable data source for the route as well, maybe they go through the extra effort to point out those amenities. That can be a huge factor. Gravel routes, back road routes, realistically, they're typically kind of in the middle of nowhere. So there's not gonna be a Starbucks on every corner or a 7-Eleven every five miles sort of thing. So you have to plan ahead uh, to reload and refuel. Now something our events bring to the table and that we're able to pass along to our club's ministry members, but also people that uh, opt to download our dedicated routes, uh, we provide free access to the Ride with GPS navigation app. So those who are wanting to ride these routes but may not have a dedicated navigation device yet, when you sign up for our events or you sign up for club spinistry or you sign up for our self-service routes, we give you access to that Ride with GPS navigation app. That can be tremendously helpful. And with our dedicated routes that, that we put out, again, the big thing is they're recent. We're putting these out as we do a new event. Going forward, this is gonna be our ongoing plan. Hey, we just did this route. We're gonna put out the information. Here's where you can access it if you want it. You know, download it and we'll include, we'll include notes, tips, highlights, any little details that, that'll, that'll help make your ride a little better. And another thing we do along with that for clubs, club members, uh, let's say you download the 35 mile route or your intent is to do the 35 mile route, but uh, you want it to be a little bit longer, but you don't want the 45 mile, or you need it to be even a little bit shorter than the 35, or you have an Airbnb that's a couple miles off the route that you wanna start from. If you're a club member, just send me a message real quick and you know, I'll help you come up with the best way to customize that route for your own particular needs. If you, if you download a route with us and utilize our information, if anything's still a question or isn't completely here, clear, just send me a message 
I'll be more than happy to get back to you. Now, here's a big difference on these going forward routes, for lack of a better term that we're calling them, that aren't on event day. Like I said, that one, uh, this most recent one, our Harmony Hall in Austin County, Texas, that started on private property. Uh, so what I've done for these ride any day you want to routes, I've adjusted the start and end points to the next town over. Instead of Shelby, it's Industry, Texas, and starting and ending from a public park there. So it's the same routes, just a different start and end point. So you see all the same stuff in the same direction, uh, but you know you're able to access it from a spot that you're allowed to park, which that's a pretty big deal. Realistically, if you're not doing an organized event though, it's prudent to always be self-sufficient. Have everything with you you need to go the full distance and more. And along those lines, I want to go ahead and give this one quickie little writing tip that's outside the scope of the routes themselves a little bit. Like I said, Harmony Hall was crazy hot. We had we didn't have any uh, heat injuries, heat illnesses, heat stroke, or anything like that, but we definitely had a good bit of riders who were pretty miserable by the end of it. Good thing we had air conditioning at the staging venue. For the finish area and the after party, plenty of cold drinks and uh, good food waiting on everyone as well. But here's the big tip, it, particularly if you're not heat acclimated yet for this year, but always going forward. The big deal is to ahead of time know what your endurance heart rate is. Know what that heart rate is. And we'll, somewhere down the road, not too far down the road, we'll go more in depth on that. On a, on a different video on how to determine your endurance heart rate. But for hypothetical purposes, let's say your endurance heart rate is 130 beats per minute. If it's a hot day out there and it's the first hot day of the season and you're not heat acclimated yet, it's really simple. Wear that heart rate monitor and keep an eye on your heart rate. And if, if you know your endurance heart rate is 130 beats per minute, I don't care if it's 112 degrees out there, as long as you maintain that heart rate or lower, you'll be able to, to push on through no matter what the distance is. Um, yes, obviously you'll still need fluids along the way and have those pieces covered. But what happens in the heat, particularly when you're not heat acclimated, when that heart rate spikes up above that endurance rate, it's almost impossible to come back down. Uh, but as long as you stay within that threshold, you can chug along still all day long as long as you know what that endurance rate is. Now in the heat and the humidity, where your endurance heart rate, let's say again, it's 130 beats per minute, maybe you're maintaining a 14, 15 mile an hour average with that typically, if it's really hot and humid out, you may be down to eight to 10 miles an hour. That's okay. Just keep moving, keep pedaling, but don't let that heart rate spike up to 140, 150, 160, because it may never come back down or not to the point where you just, you have to just go sit in the shade for an hour and wait for somebody to come get you. So if you're interested in accessing these Austin County routes, we have a link in the description below. Uh, again, they're free for club ministry members, nominal charge if you're not a club member, and as a deal, uh, if you are not a club member, 
and you, you pay the price to download those routes, and within 30 days you opt to become a club member, just message me first and I'll give you a coupon code that applies that price to your club membership as well. Please do like, subscribe, so you know when that next video comes out where we're talking about your endurance heart rate. But most importantly, please do leave comments below and tell me what we need to clarify, what you'd like to see more information on, or hey, maybe what I'm completely off base about.